And I'm fluent in Austrian. That is correct. I, uh, I thought, Have you ever been to Austria? I thought to myself, you know what? If there's one language that will stand the test of time, it's Austrian. I mean, you walk around the block, how many people are just, ah, nah, this and nah, nah, that. It's the language of the future, Cam. I think my uh, I think my family's actually from Austria, partially. I got some Austrian blood in me. Oh, yeah? Is that, oh, that's where the silent uh, R comes in, right? In Leclerc? No, that's where my... That's where the... Uh, that's where my... That's where my silent hate of... Uh, Moving ahead. Well, no, well, but speaking of that, Cam, you, 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 you know, so you have a little bit of Austrian in you. I was very easily able to kind of, uh, I showed up at your house a few weeks ago and you were there and I very easily just kind of took it over. Um, you were, you were, you were pretty complacent on just kind of letting me in. You let me right in the front door. I sort of said, this whole thing is mine now. And uh, you seem to be you seem to be okay with it. I uh, I hope it doesn't really escalate anymore into the future. Um, mine, 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 mine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I, I have been I have had my eyes on the neighbor on your neighbor's house. I've thought to myself maybe since I've already taken over your place, uh, maybe I'll maybe we just make it bigger. That's yeah, exactly like, what it is. I I, I, spo I I spoke to your your neighbors uh who are French, you know, for, uh, of of France descent and I, I said I, I thought to myself, I think the next step would be for maybe me just me to walk in and just okay, this is mine now. I love it. I love the idea. All the uh, continual expansion. That's what he that's that's a good point. Um I think World War 2 gets a bad rap. Uh, because we use the word invade instead of a continual expansion. I mean, look, a business expands to a larger office. Nobody blinks, bats two eyes at the business owner for moving to a larger office. You know, I mean, a country's a business. Uh, just uh, the ultimate business, you could say. It always seems like when countries try and be like, I think I'm going to run this country now, there always seems to be conflict. It always seems to be like, hey, if you guys are cool with this, well, I don't really care, but we're going to run this country now. And they're like, mm, we don't think so. And then you get the USA and you get Russia and it's a mess. I think everyone should just uh, stick to their boundaries. Everyone should stick to their boundaries. And Cam, it's just like work. You know, if somebody came up to you and told you, Cam, I'm going to do your job now. You would say I say that's above my pay level. You you would say that's, no. That's not my decision. I would say no. You're not gonna about. You're not gonna take my job from me. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. Ninety-six point seven on your. Two C's in a pod. Two C's in a pod. Two C's. In at gmail.com <sighs> Welcome to a new week <laughs> Two Seas in a Pod Where we discuss global conflict, global wars, the Syrian conflict, World War II, and what started it all Beside me is my host, uh, next to the whiteboard Cameron Osborne, and you're listening to the smooth, silky DJ voice of Cam LeClaire. The two What's going on this, this week? 
the two Camerons here. That is right. Uh, <clears throat> it sort of seems week to week as a way to expand our audience, if you were. We're sort of pivoting into different themes. I mean, I think I think last week we, of course, we've introed the show as being a business only podcast. And we have introed the show as being a strict history, a government podcast. And now I think our strict next government. And it's all about the tags. It's all about strict the tags politics. there on YouTube and all the stuff, right? We we're trying to tag history. Should we we should we should do a live election uh podcast, but then not talk about the election. The yeah. election night podcast and then we talk about like what's going on with the Arizona Coyotes and them not taking the guy who made made some uh made some bullying against some people. Exactly. Yeah. We talk that, about that, yeah. That's a good point. But but, but the headline would read Two season a pod live presidential podcast coverage. Uh, but right. we're, we're really just kind of. But then ta- we talk about just like different presidents that are not American or anything. We'd be oh. like, do you hear about the president of the D and D club in downtown? You're like, no. It's like, yeah, he's a friend of mine. Well, he's not a friend of me. He's a friend. I know a guy who knows him. Um, but yeah, he also runs like a coffee shop, and that brings me up to my next segment. We got this new espresso maker. And I'll tell you what. A whole segment about espressos, <laughs> Cam, because yeah. we have Espresso been looking yourself. into... yourself. We can call it that. <laughs> uh, ice cubes. And on the theme with us, Dr. Dre's working. Uh, of course, the people over at Beats. Because, Cam, we've already thought, why not pivot halfway through or just at, at, at five minutes into a podcast? Let's pivot from history to an, a, a coffee-exclusive show. Right. And then we talk about ice coffee, which leads to ice cube turning it into a rap show. And we already have the rights from espresso yourself. Yeah, espresso yourself. Exactly. Is that one of his hit songs? I'm that, not a big Ice Cube fan. That is my. Bi- I think Ice Cube's best performance ever was in "Are We There Yet." One, not two, not very good. Number two, not two. You not, watch that one? <laughs> I've I've not seen any of the "Are We Yet's." Are Are We oh, the- Location Yet? Yeah, it's where he has to pick up kids. I think he's like starting to date this new lady, and she's like. Oh, I'm going to be in Vermont. Can you drive my kids there? And it's just like two kids, and he drives his Escalade. And, you know, he starts off as a real brash guy. And he's like, don't don't touch my leather seats. Don't mm-hmm. spill any ice cream back there. And then next thing you know, they're in a whole bunch of trouble. And the kids are always asking, are we there yet? Right, right. Because they're little annoying kids with a, with a step parent you know as a child well, it's just a step boyfriend right now as a child who has driven around with a step boyfriend or step girlfriend let me tell you uh it's nothing but hijinks and are you there yet yeah yeah they, so, they don't want uh, they don't want to look cool <laughs> in your eyes and let you listen to whatever music you want or maybe kind of nudge you in the shoulder and say hey you want to go to Dairy Queen? We won't tell your mom. And I, I, I've never said, "Fuck yeah, let's do that," um, because it's the role of the step parents to be, to not be nice, to be kind of mm-hmm. cruel, uh, uninviting, and just to subtly let you know, "Hey, I'm banging your dad." It's just a subtle, I'm banging your dad. Just a subtle, just a subtle way um, that a step parent and a uh, step child can have that relationship together. And we'd like to let everyone know that this is an official sponsor of the podcast, the 2005 film "Are We There Yet?" Get it on IMDb, or sorry, get it on YouTube <laughs> right now for three ninety nine. Did you uh, did you say three ninety nine? 
$3.99 you can watch now uh, a couple of the ratings that you should be aware of. 12% rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 2 out of 5 on Concept, Common Sense Media, and 4.7 out of 10 on IMDb. But 93% of Google like users like the film. Uh, get it now on YouTube for $3.99. This, again, is brought to you by Ice Cubes. Are we there yet? Who is... 90 who are these 93 percent of people on google i don't know that's a little bit fishy considering all the other fishy okay here's a here's a review of the movie uh that's good for the folks at home i hated the movie the kids ruined everything not even comedy just plain old bullying also makes no sense the guy goes from a children hater to a children lover as they destroyed his car and pretty much everything he had worst Worst spelt W-U-R-S-T movie I've seen till now. Besides the... Oh, I, I guess he just stops it there. So, uh, plenty of reviews, 65 different reviews on the movie. Um, go check it out. Uh, I still wake up in a cold sweat thinking about how bad this film is. It's not watchable. I couldn't even put this one on the background noise. It's so bad I wouldn't force my worst enemy to watch it. Even after all this time, I still wish I hadn't watched it. I am still disgusted by it. The fact that I had a sequel <laughs> in a series shows there is still much evil in the world. Dreadful. Colin Griffins, a year ago, wrote that review, and eight people found it helpful. Wow. At that point, why are you still watching the movie? Like, Again, this is an official sponsor. <laughs> if it was that, oh yeah, official sponsor, you should watch the entire movie then. And also, one year ago, like, if this was a review from 2007, you'd be like, yeah, the movie just came out, uh, clearly, um, this guy just saw it. But this guy says had over a decade to watch it, and when he chooses to watch it, he just shits on it. Yeah, he didn't like it very much, but, uh, we're just giving it, we're, we're, like, as we do, we give honest reviews, um, we got a positive one here. Are We There Yet? And it's absolutely delightful comedy of the year. Owen Gilberman Entertainment Weekly. Uh, but that was written by TJ, so I'm not sure how that kind of fit in here. No, maybe like um, he kind of copied Barack Obama says, I really liked Ice Cube in the movie. Or someone named that. That's all good. That's, that's it's all funny and say. emotive. That's all he had to say? That's, yeah. I mean, it was just a quick quote. It's so funny. I love the rapper Ice Cube, Matt Morris says 11 months ago. Best funniest movie ever, I love it. Jessica Honberg, 11 months ago. So, uh, great. Uh, thanks, everyone, for letting us know. Uh, again, get this on YouTube for $3.99. Cam, Cam, I'll be honest. I see you reading these reviews off of a f- sheet of paper that you seem to have chicken-scratched yourself. I don't think any of these reviews are are real. You said, uh, uh, <laughs> can you read that one review again that said, I like the rapper Ice Cube? Uh, there seems to be a little typo on the on rapper there, too. See, little, yeah, it, rapper like, is not. It's, there's there's yeah. a little W in front of it, and then it was kind of scratched out. Uh, and then the whole word was scratched out. Rewritten appears like with another W, and then that W was then scratched out again. It's a tough one. It's a tough one to get right. Uh, right? Are you going with an R or a W? You know, what's the real way? Uh, it's my favorite movie because Ice Cube kind of looks like my dad. Uh, Olivia Vlog says. Um, and then the one we're looking for in question is: It's so funny. I love the rapper Ice Cube. No punctuation by Matt Morris. <sighs> Thanks, Matt. 
Wow, Cam, this is uh, <clears throat> you know what? We've talked about movies be here be here before on the podcast. I didn't know that Are We There Yet was the one that you would personally uh, kind of drive with. Should we try and maybe we could play a game that's like I give you the review and you have to guess the t- the, the movie. Uh, that would probably be very hard unless there is specific plot well, the, and contextual. Yeah, information. I think there'd be like specific things that would like kind of help it out. But I think you can't do like a very a good movie. Like you can't do like, um, what's that one that came out with Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, what's eating Gilbert Grape? What's eating Gilbert Grape? Yeah, no, I was thinking the uh, something about Hollywood. Um, um, oh, you're thinking, uh, a, a what's eating Gilbert Grape. Okay, so I'm going to give you a quick one here and see if you can get it. I think you'll be able to get this one. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. This is the greatest movie of all time. The animation is so fluid and realistic, and the story is so relatable and heartwarming. We have the main character, Oscar the Shark Slayer, who is a bottom feeder low-life fish and works at the whale wash. Do you know what this is yet? Are you talking Shark Tale? We're talking Shark Tale. I know, I know Shark Tale. Can't fuck with me on that yes, one. Sir. You don't fuck with me on Shark Tale. You don't fuck with um, me yeah. on Shark Tale, which, by the way, listeners at home, uh, of course, you're listening to Two Season a Pod. This isn't a movie. This isn't a movie podcast. But if you've never seen Shark Tale, watch Shark Tale. So highly, highly recommend Shark Tale. Oh, I huge it, insane. So it's The Godfather, but made for kids. It's The Godfather, but made for kids using fish as kind of like the allegory to kind of like uh, as as the story. However, there are so many jokes that they're playing from The Godfather, or like as a play off The Godfather, that does not land with the intended audience, which is kind of like six through ten. Uh, why and they would they also uh, have? They who's the who's the actor they have as the um, the Godfather? I think it's um yeah it's like Scorsese or Pacino. It's Scorsese. It's one of the kind of Godfather. Oh, it's, uh, you it's know, a like fantastic movie. I might watch tomorrow morning. I was told to watch Band of Brothers. I might put on Shark Tale. <laughs> oh, it's Band of Brothers. So Band of Brothers can eat shit. As far as I'm yeah, concerned, have a nice early Tale. morning bath. Watch a little Shark Tale. <laughs> well, okay, can't watch half, half, of, half of Shark Tale because you have this problem where you you kind of like, you finish half of mo- you watch a movie in the bath and then the water busy. eventually get gets busy. lukewarm. It's a little too gets a little too lukewarm, and then you have to stop watching the movie. I think my favorite part of Shark Tale is when the jellyfish pick up the phone and it's Ziggy Marley, and he goes, "Welcome to Whale Wash, where you get a whale of a wash, and the prices." Very, very low. And then the boss comes in and goes, All right, what are you talking? It's supposed to, it's a whale of a wash, and the price is, oh my gosh. I love it. It's fucking masterpiece. Did this just become a Shark Tale podcast? This is a Shark Tale review podcast. I think this is exclusive. Uh, yeah, you're right, folks. I mean, we're we're inching towards episode 50, but I think uh, maybe... We're making a maybe pivot here, everybody. In, we're going to pivot uh, to exclusively Shark Tale. We're, uh, char- uh, each episode will feature a character-by-character breakdown leading up to the eventual live watch where it's, it's sort of like instead of a DVD commentary, it's really just kind of like you and I watching the movie, doing our own commentary as if we, uh, we were the writers, directors, and producers two deep sea worlds collide when a thin a thin finned hustler fish named oscar meets a wide-bodied vegetarian shark called lenny oh i love it will smith renee zabler jack black and angelina jolie make 
this season, well, 2004 season, uh, a whale wash. 81% of Lakers users like this film on Google and got 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. Watch it now on YouTube for $4.99. Just a mere dollar more, you know, of course. 2004. Uh, of course. The, the year they, as- should, they should have it for like a $50 fee. It should not be that cheap. I like to call 2004, uh, you know, because there was such a... Space there, Odyssey? There was such a... Uh, what the world was missing was animated films about fish. And it had been approximately 2003 years before we had ever had an animated movie about a fish. And what I love about 2004 is that not only did we get Shark Tale, we also got that that kind of Shark Tale ripoff, the Finding Nemo uh, version. Oh, but it was really... Brutal. Um, it, w- it was just it was great, you know, because uh, I like to think about it. also if you, if you could, if we can take our steps back to nineteen ninety nine, maybe it was the year two thousand. We had gone so many years without an animated film about bugs and insects. It had been too That's long. Right. It had been approximately two thousand years. Um, so Woody Allen. Then the what movie came out? Ants. Woody Allen Ants. said to himself, "I need to fix mm-hmm. this. It has been too long since we have had it's a, a film, a, an animated film about." bugs and insects and then that creepy fuck kevin spacey walks up to the people Was at, he in it? walks up to the people at disney and he says i've got an idea for a movie a bug's life yeah that's right I, I'm, I'm, that's fuck right I'm, you. fuck you bug's life fuck you finding nemo no 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 that's right no, i no, said no. it this that's is, right we're this, taking a hard stance this is a hard stance fuck ben roethlisberger fuck Who finding nemo <laughs> Fuck Finding Nemo, fuck Ben Roethlisberger, fuck Motorola. Uh, yeah, that's there right. There we said it. There we. We said don't want it. any sponsors from you three. If you, if you, if you, if you're gonna reach out to this podcast, please only reach out with comments about ants and Shark Tale. Because if you have something to say What's about Finding Nemo and a Bees Bugs movie, a oh, B movie, fantastic. There's never been another movie. There's never been another movie about, about a bee. I mean, it's similar to ants, but. But the, no, uh, no, 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 it's different enough, different enough. I, I can't remember if there are ants in a bee movie, but there are definitely bees in ants. Well, they... Ye, mm, there's is a, there? There's they, at least, no, there's flying ants. There's, there's flying ants because they have a, their wings. There's at least bees in A Bug's Life. I do remember this because yeah. as a child on the Bug's Life ride at Disney World, um, it was kind of like a you would put on 3D glasses and it was it was like a show that it was like a video that you would watch. But then also it was kind of like the immersive thing. There would be smells and sounds that would happen, and sometimes you know your chair would rock and stuff like that. And there was a scene or there was a bit in the movie where you're running away from bees st- stinging you, and under your chair were like I think it was like a little tassel that would just kind of like knock up against your legs giving you the sensation that you are kind of being chased by something right ah however I, I got cut to shit i don't know where my leg was kind of in relation to the pistons maybe i kind of got stuck inside or i mean i was certainly old enough and large enough to be it was just a, it wasn't a ride you were just sitting down in a fucking theater but i got out of that thing with this huge bloody gash coming down one of my legs Jesus. i had to like did they give you a free popsicle i don't think i got anything for free uh, it, it was bleeding enough that I uh, that we needed to go straight to kind of like the attendant who works there and be like, hey, where's your first aid kit? Because there is a lot of blood. Like I had to I had to get a new pair of socks. Uh, I think the right. sh- I think the shoes. You're like my asshole is on fire, and, 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 and then my asshole was on fire for absolutely no reason. And I was like, hey, my legs bleeding. Why is my asshole on fire? We have no idea. I had no idea. Wow, 
That's uh, one time I got one time my dad left me with my aunt at, and I think it was okay. Wait, wait, wait. I, I just wanna, wanna, so so your dad left you with ants. With the film ants, with the cast of the movie ants, or did Dad leave you with Woody uh, Allen by yourself, or his sister? Hey, Woody Allen's Her sister. Her name is Aunt. Yeah, Aunt's Aunt Allen. <laughs> Aunt Aunt. Um, and she left us alone, and then we got lost in uh, Canada's Wonderland, and then he didn't speak to her for ten years. <laughs> oh shit! How did she lose you? Yeah. Do you recall? I don't know. I, fuck if I know. I just know I, uh, when I look back. I don't even remember any of it. I just heard it secondhand. I was like, why don't we talk to Aunt Aunt? And she's like, she fucking almost lost you to pedophiles. See, now here's, now here's the, I, I see what you're saying. That's certainly a reason to not want to talk to a sibling. My grandma lost me in the mall one time when I was a kid. But mm-hmm. I think when it came to certainly whose fault was it, like whose fault was it probably? The, uh, the 70 year old woman babysitting the six year old? Or the six-year-old who sees a toy. Like, who was the one who probably ran off? I'm going to say the seven-year-old should be a little more cautious. I was That's gonna... the same thing as me saying, like, I had my dog in the park and it ran away. And I'm like, oh, it's the dog's fault. It should know that I, I need it close to me. Right? No, no, a six-year-old think... hardly has autonomy. I would say you cut that off at ten. Six, you're, you are just a bundle of nerves that sees things that goes like, that's bright and shiny and made by Disney. I like that. You're not like, hmm, well, there's strangers in this mall, and I, I, I don't know if this person will be able to find me if I run away. Your brain's not kicking that hard. Yeah, see, Cam, I worry that uh, you may, um, maybe, maybe in a, uh, another life, uh, you would be a leash kid. Me? No, yeah. I was never a leash kid. Maybe you should have been, or else you wouldn't have ran away at Wonderland. Okay. See, my stepsister was a parent. I didn't think I ran away. So my stepsister was a parent hand holder. Like, even probably up until maybe like around like seven, eight, maybe last even nine. Year. Pr- last year. Uh, like, she would hold my stepmom's hand when we were out at the mall, uh, went, you know, in amusement park, something like that. So losing her, 1,000% never the Impossible. option. Me and my yeah. stepbrother... We wanted to fucking run around and do everything. We had way more energy than my parents and my sister fucking put together. You give us a funnel cake and we're just fucking gone all day. You know, like don't, I would don't certainly Don't you see kids though in a mall with- though? Mm-hmm. Where like this is where malls are, will say or like at a park where you see them and they're way too young to be with their parents. And you see them running around and you just question yourself like where the fuck are your parents? Like you don't question that a little bit and be like something seems a little bit awry here. <laughs> well, yeah. But then you're like, I'm not, I'm not talking to you. I, I have, I will limit my exposure to kids because I don't want to be that guy who's the creepy guy in a park who's like, "Where's your parents?" Are like, "Get away from that stranger!" Oh my I'm god! Like, if, if there's one thing two season a pod promotes, it's to not talk to children. Never talk to a that. kid. No. If a kid walks up to you asking you something, walk the other direction. Um, never, n- never kneel down like on the child's level so you can kind of like you know see what you know hear I, them a I, little bit better. Uh, absolutely, stay away from kids as far as you can. Them. Ignore them. They're like, I need help. You're like, you sure do, and you're not getting it from this and guy. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely not. That is yeah. what the police is for, young man. Call the police. Yeah. You probably have an iPhone. You probably have a better iPhone yeah. than I do. So just yeah. call the police. But Cam, I think that is kind of like the dog you were saying, right? The dog. If you see, an, let's say, an owner and a dog, and not on a leash, okay, walking down the street, 
They're the only mm-hmm. they're the only people and animal on the street. So your brain makes yeah. the connection. You assume that the dog belongs to the person. However, the you dog is so. not on a leash and let's say mm-hmm. 40 feet in front of the person. Walking very slow. A little a little far. Yeah, walking very slowly and calmly is my first thought would be this dog th- these guys got it under control. Because the owner would not I would hope so. The owner would not be so stupid. And if a dog is casually walking forty feet in front of his owner and not darting all over the place, chances are he's a good dog. He's a good boy. Good boy. You would th- I would think the same with a with a with a with a son or daughter. If this kid is twenty feet ahead of me, I got an eye on him, don't worry. And also, these parents who think that everyone's gonna abduct your kid, fuck you. What makes your kid so special that someone's gonna yeah. wanna abduct it and put themselves in it? I mean, come on, your kid's not that good looking. If, yeah, if you have a hot kid, like shit. okay, yeah, protect that kid. Yeah, put him in modeling then. But that's what, Always that's what 5% of people? There's 95% yeah. of kids that are way too ugly to fuck. For sure. Well, getting away from kid fucking, let's get into a game. <laughs> I got I got I got two options for you, Cam. I got a top five or I have an actor's worst nightmare. You pick, bud, it's your game to play. Okay. Well, here is what we have. Linda, his wife, you are Willie, has stirred in bed all night. She gets out and pulls on a robe listening. Most often jovial, she has developed an iron repression of her exception to Willie's behavior. She more than loves him. She admires him. As though his mercutial nature and temper, massive dreams, and little cruelties served only as a sharp reminder of the turbulent longings with him, longings which she shared but lacks the temperament to other and followed to the end. Linda, which is me, hearing Willie outside the bedroom, calls with some trepidation. Willie! Now you're Willie. Oh, I'm, I'm okay. Okay, I'm sorry. Did you write this intro yourself? Okay, this yep. was fantastic. You used the word I think was, um, it was something like mercutioed, and I was like, wow, that sounds like a cam. That sounds like a cam word if I've ever heard one, uh, because I know how much you love Shakespeare. So, Cam, I am your husband in this case. Uh, if you'd listened, yes, yeah. There was a there so was a lot of preamble. There was. I am a lot Linda. There. I am Linda. I I hear I hear Willie outside the bedroom, and I call with some trepidation. Willie. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Why? What happened? Did something happen, Willie? Well, I, 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 I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to start. We got to grab our stuff. We got to go. You didn't smash the car, did you? Oh, 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 oh baby. I did more than smash that car. <laughs> I did more than smash it. Don't you feel well? I feel... <sighs> Linda, for the first time in my life, I... I feel, I feel alive. Where, where were you all day? You look terrible. Oh, I look terrible. I look terrible. I feel great. Well, let me tell you, I went up to the boss. That was where I started. That's where I started my, my day. I went to the boss. I said, hey, fuck you, man. And I stormed out of that office. Oh, well, maybe it was the steering again. I don't think Angela knows the stud to Baker very well. Yeah, well, that was the thing. We had, we had Angela. We had, I had Angela driving the car. I can't do all of these things at the same time. I can't cuss out my boss, fuck your sister, and drive the car at the same time. Maybe it's your glasses. You never went for your new glasses. Honey, we've gone over this every day. Glasses are a social construct. Well, you'll just have to take a rest. 
Well, you can't keep going this way. Of course I can. Of course I can. The spree has only begun. There are too many bodies in the trunk. But you didn't rest your mind. Your mind is overactive, and the mind what counts, dear. My mind. I, maybe all the maybe all this time I've I've been motivated by such internal needs and instincts. I haven't taken the time to just to just decompress. Take an aspirin. Should I get you an aspirin? It'll soothe you. Uh, make make it an Advil liquid gel, and you've got yourself a deal. Willie, dear, talk to them again. There's no reason why you can't work in New York. There's, sweetie, sweetie, there's no one to talk to. I killed them all. We're on our way to New York. You gotta pack your bags. But there's, but you're 60 years old. They can't expect you to be traveling every week. Hey, baby, 60's the new 20. At least that's what I told that 20-year-old. Linda, taking the jacket from him, why don't you go down to the place tomorrow and tell Howard that you've simply got to work in New York? You're too accommodating, dear. I, 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 honey, honey, I love you. I appreciate all of your support. I killed Howard. <laughs> well, why don't you tell those things to Howard, dear? Oh, well, we can talk to him, but let me tell you, there's not going to be many answers coming the other way. Ah, I'll make you a sandwich. Peanut butter, please. <laughs> They're sleeping. Happy took <laughs> took off. Bips. Happy took Biff to do a date tonight. Oh shit! I forgot about the kids. I was just gonna leave them. <laughs> I forgot about the kids. <sighs> and scene, because we're just going deeper into a hole here. And that, everyone, was the rendition version of The Death of a Salesman by Arthur Miller. The Death opening of a Salesman! Scene. Of course. I've never read that or heard it or seen it or uh, does it even end with a salesman's death? I'm not, I'm not too sure. It does. No spoilers. Um, well, it's a, it's, it's a commentary on the death but also just the mental death of one as he's struggling through life. And a comment on capitalism and overworking people, and um, some some call it um, worse than um, uh, Shark Tale, and I am one of those people. There, there is no animated film based on uh, a death of a salesman. Not to say there can't be one day. You know, uh, maybe we can get uh, DreamWorks in on this because uh, Pixar seems to be worried with the terrible shit, Finding Nemo, Bugs Life. Cars. Cabbage. So how that play was actually supposed to go was, uh, I think it was pretty evident after reading through it, uh, there was no one killed. It seems like every time that we go into these things, we killed someone or we end up playing that rule. Uh, very, um, pretty improv of us. I now, what was actually happening? It's what's was more. It's, more Willie, it's, it's way more fun to go extreme. Uh, oh, certainly. It just never seems to roll well with the rest of the script. No, that wasn't too. Um, that wasn't too bad. I killed my boss, and then you said I had a boss. But I think I played it off pretty pretty well. That he was. I guess he is still my boss. He's just in the trunk. Right, and then I said you have to tell it to Howard. Yes. That wasn't How too bad. Was I think I did. A, I think was, I, was pretty, was pretty I, think I did a pretty good, good job on that one. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, so what was actually happening was he was just back at his home and he was kind of telling his wife and trying to reassure that he wasn't too tired and that he could still work and just kind of that you know 
you got the vibe from that. Yeah. Uh, but overall, great acting. Um, Thank you very much. Uh, we'll definitely we'll definitely give you a call back if mm-hmm. we think that you're a good fit for Willie. Can I put my uh, Can I put my pants back on? My shirt back on? Um. Well, Jeffrey would like to see you actually. Right. Right. Do you have um, a, like and, a paper towel or something? Just I just want to. It's kind of kind of gross. Um. This. Yeah. Well, there is someone over in that. Uh, Louis Sakelli. Uh, he said he wanted to meet with you quickly. So, oh, fantastic. Um, based on what I know, you might want to keep those off. Yeah, he's got a fantastic podcast I hear on the Two Season Pod Network. Two Season Pod Network, Louis Sakelli Hour. Um, wow, a full hour, a great, eh? Giving him a full hour. A full hour. These days. Yeah, we... we, we full we, hour. <laughs> do as you please. His show was 30 minutes. We seem to bump it up to a full hour. Uh, just because... That was a lot of fun, Cam. Thank you. Um, well, I think that went by quicker, so I think we can actually get to the second um, March Madness Would You Rather edition. Wait, Would You Rather March Madness edition? Okay, so this is similar. Well, it's like this. It's like it's like the same concept, but basically, like, would you rather one of these two? Options. So this so is similar kind of to the this is similar to the Guinness Records. Yeah, and that's uh, what the inspiration of this challenge was. was. Of course, Cam. I think you ended up. Uh, God, well, what did longest you end ice up? Cream man. Long, yeah, longest time as an ice cream man, like sixty-four plus years. Not a bad way to live your life, Cam. Uh, I'm excited though. Can't wait for this one. Okay, fantastic. And based on this, what we have gone over last week is, I think we chose being the ice cream man as the one who um, would be like the best world record. But I thought, you know, why don't we continue on that and go with what is the worst job in history? So, okay. I, this one, these, I don't, none of these are not jobs anymore, but our first round matchup is a leech collector, and in the 19th century, they were in very high demand for bloodletting, so uh, the leech gatherers were poorly paid and often just went into little swamps and had them attach their own legs where they would lose dangerous amounts of blood. Mm-hmm. Classic, that job. A, cl- a classic uh, medical thing to do all the time cam you're a doctor as you kinda. do i'm a doctor kind of uh, just you know the licenses on the uh eh, things are a little there bit are degrees the on the wall behind you uh yes so you know, yeah that's, that's a big plus mm-hmm. that's a big just plus. don't People, look too deep into them yeah just I, can, I mean i can't specifically read the font but i can tell that they're degrees they are degrees yeah um so it's either a leech collector or a snake milker which is still a job today uh, basically, you get the venom, which is used to treat snake bites. Uh, one example is Bill Hast, who survived 172 snake bites during his long clear career and lived to 100. So, what would you rather be, a leech collector or a snake milker? Oh, that's a good point. When you said snake milker, I thought, um, you know, like I'd have to find the little snake uh, nipples. Nope. Or it was like a snake inseminator, and then I would have to find the little snake penis, um, which was a nickname of mine when I was in university. Uh, Cam, I would have to go with uh, snakes are too unpredictable. Leeches move a lot slower. You can see them coming. Um, although, you know, yeah, you can get bit a little bit or whatever, but I could put on some boots. Um... Snakes, yeah, there's too much, too unpredictable. I like the idea of going into work every day and knowing what's going to happen. And as a leecher, you know, I would know I could go to the swamp, 
I get my leeches, bring them to a patient, and then I get credited with curing them of some kind of old-timey disease like tuberculosis or something. So I'm going to have to go with uh, leecher on this one. Well, uh, I don't think you'll get credit, but we'll go with the leecher. I think that's probably going to go to the doctor. Mm. Um, next up on the bit is a whipping boy. And a whipping boy is someone who is the prince's playmate, but would take physical punishment whenever the prince was naughty. Versus a, you probably have not heard of this one, a fuller. So a fulling is a manufacturing process to cleanse and thicken wool cloth, woolen cloth. But in the Roman times, uh, the way to actually do that is wadding it in urine, which is a very powerful cleaning fluid, thanks to its high amount of ammonia. So Fuller's job was to basically cleanse it through urine, uh, leaving it to be a very stinky mess versus a whipping boy. Hmm. So I guess the, this one is really it's the physical pain of being whipped versus the, uh, you know, just sort of uncomfortable pain of being around something smelly. Cam, I gotta piss. Not right now, but sometimes I gotta piss. And I would worry about that being a whipping boy, I wouldn't have time to really a lot of bathroom breaks. You know, because what if the prince is being a bad boy right when I need to take a pee? Next thing you know, I, I got a full bladder and I'm getting whipped. That's just uncomfortable for everybody. But the fuller, on the other hand, never has to worry about their water intake. They can keep drinking nope. coffee, tea, water, whatever they want, and they can just piss on the product. It's part of their job. If the boss came around the corner and said, hey, why are you pissing on this wool? You could just say, oh, it needed to be a little cleaner. And your boss would go, a little fuller, a, l a little fuller, as it were. And your boss would go, okay, imagine so that piss freedom. Sounds incredible, doesn't piss it? Piss freedom. So you're going freedom. fuller then. I think we're going to go fuller on this okay. one. Okay, fantastic. Next one up is a resurrectionist, and their job would be to supply corpses to medical schools and drag them from the grave. So they'd be digging up graves, and in turn, some even murdered to keep up with the demand for these schools. Versus a tosher. And a tosher is someone who... Uh, goes through sewers to collect tradable treasures. Tradable treasures. Um, so this is Victorian London. Right. Okay, so the smelliest of all the time periods that have ever existed. A lot of coal, mm -hmm. a lot of soot, a lot of mud. Of course, that, like, the Industrial Revolution is just happening. And uh, but we're still in the time where we're still kind of, like, pouring shit out from the window you know, like onto the street down below. I don't think we've like I quite. Imagine, yeah. I don't think we've quite, uh, you know, kind of smartened up um, since then. But at least like the. So I think Cam, okay, the question really boils down to: Would I rather walk around in feces or potentially kill somebody? And I mean, if it's for my job, that's almost like a pass. That's a license to kill. Well, right? no, it's still illegal. It's very much still illegal. No, but you're doing it for medicine, right? So for the greater good, is it that bad? You know, um, I get to kill somebody occasionally. Uh, you you can grave rob, you know, as soon as you, like, exhume these corpses, right? I'm sure a lot of them have buried with jewels and trinkets and stuff like that. 
Uh, you maybe get yourself a free necklace or a free uh, a free doodad for your honey. I think there's, doodad. you know, I think, uh, and the odds are you're going to find, I think you would find more jewels exhuming corpses than you would uh, sifting around through Victoria era, era poop. An era which I believe has been it's like famously for famous for being like quite poor <laughs> and not having a lot of things. So I'm going to go with the uh, the cor- the corpser. What was he called? Resurrectionist. Resurrectionist. Yes, it sounds fun too. Great. Okay, and last uh, last of the preliminary rounds here, we have a gong farmer who is night workers who did the essential job of clearing human excrement from England's cesspits a lot of, a lot of shit why is there so many poop shits. jobs and there's a lot of poop they didn't have good septics versus a chimney sweep which would be a boy's job to be sent up a chimney and clean up ash and dust in the late 1870s they risked injury accidental death and chimney sweep cancer now this one now this one seems to wear to be, a hat though this one seems to be a no-brainer you get that little um, like uh, hay broom that's all covered with soot. You know, your face is covered. You have the little tattered pants at the bottom, and you get to sing songs with Dick Van Dyke and the rest of the Mary Poppins crew. I think this Hi. one is pretty simple uh, for me as a little guy. Uh, you know, I've got small hands, uh, little features. Just I'm a little shorter. I can fit into tight spaces. Uh, I would feel very um, fulfilled, you know, because this, some fat fuck can't fit down that chimney. But guess who can? I can. And it's 1870, so you're only living to be like 32 anyways. So the idea of having long-term cancer really doesn't scare me that much because you, I was probably going to die of dysentery anyways. So uh, we're definitely going chimney sweep on this one. All right, chimney sweep. So the sweepstakes are now for a leech collector, a fuller, a resurrectionist, or a chimney sweep. Yeah. So we'll start off the match here with a leech collector versus a fuller. And for those who forgot already, a fulling is a manufacturing to cleanse and thicken wool um, using urine. Now, I definitely did a good job here. Uh, we've eliminated all the shit jobs, the literal shit jobs. Uh, so we only we have a piss job and then some pretty fun things. The leecher or the fuller? Um... Uh, the fuller probably gets to be outside a little bit more, uh, you know, or le- leeching rather. Fulling can kind of happen uh, inside. I would think about which. Wh- what would I rather my name be? Would I rather my name be Cameron Leech or Cameron Fuller? I think that's a big question. I mean, I, I back that you know back back in the old days, you were just your name was your job. Right? right. So if I value both jobs at the same pace, what would I rather be? I'd rather be Cameron Leech or Cameron Full. Um, or Fuller, rather. And, uh, I'll be honest, I never watched Full House, but I have seen Brian Leach play a game of hockey, so I'm gonna have to go, uh, with Leacher on this one. Oh, interesting way to decide that. Interesting, it is. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Versus a Resurrectionist versus a Chimney Sweep. Now, these, this is a tough matchup, because this, both of these would be very fun. Either you're singing and dancing with Dick Van Dyke, or you're murdering people in the streets. Um, both are rewarding. You know, both have their downfalls, both have their upsides. So would I rather kill for pleasure, (laughs) or... Dance around um, with uh, with Mary Poppins and that scene at the end when they're all dancing on the rooftops. 
Oh god, this one's tough. This one's tough. Um Yeah, let's go uh let's go chimney sweep. You know? Um it would be fun. Sneak down those little chimneys, clean it out. Fun for the whole family. Maybe I could come up with a new way of cleaning that could actually like revolutionize the industry where where resurrecting bodies, there's no sort of better way to do it. You know, I feel like it's sort of you def- you have to dig it up, all that labor to dig open the casket, you know, and then, uh, then then what if the person's still alive in there? Now, next thing you know, I'm just shoveling, the, just shoveling at their throat so their head will fall off. It just gets really messy. Okay, so what's your final answer? Oh, so I guess on this one, uh, we're going chimney sweep. Okay, so we got chimney sweep versus leech collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. You know, uh, both very old timey jobs that uh, that people had. Um, you know, everyone needed a fireplace because there was no heating, so you needed a fire in your house, and that smoke needed to go somewhere. And then there was no medicine, so we needed leeches to be our medicine. Uh, so both ha- are very we're very important. So do you want to be a doctor or a tradesman? That's the real question. That's the real question. You know, I want to be a doctor or a tradesman. Both positions were very important um, in their time. You know, without leeches, we wouldn't be alive today, and without chimney sweeps, we would be cold all the time. God, this one is a real. Uh, this one's a real tough one. Um, so do I want to be a doctor or a manual laborer? Um, Cam, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's something I got to do, you know, uh, modern medicine is impressive, but I believe no invention is more impressive than fire. Human beings invented fire. It did not exist until we invented it. Uh, and we were able to produce it on such a mass level. We required new jobs to facilitate the amount of fire we were creating. Uh, so we got to go fire on this one. We got to go chimney sweep. We're dancing with Dick Van Dyke. We're hanging out with Mary Poppins. Uh, we're doing, we're dancing on the rooftops there at the end. Um, you know, just a spoonful of sugar makes the chimney sweep go down in the most delightful way. Okay. Well, it looks like the chimney sweep wins. So we're just going to do a quick go here and chimney sweep chance of death. What do you think? Um, well, okay, well, first of all, all human beings have a 100% chance of death, so, uh, so we're, we're avoiding that, right? So the answer is not 100%. A little bit higher. So you're, you're I think what you're looking for, <laughs> they have a 200% chance of death. Um, it's, not only is it gonna happen, it's definitely gonna happen. Okay, um, I can't get any strong numbers Googling here. Uh, I could use a good Jamie around here. But uh, put it this way. Buildings were a lot higher back then, and there wasn't good... Um, y- you didn't really have supports or straps. A lot of times people just got stuck. So That's they'd cool. be going in... I don't know, man. Just getting stuck in one of those. They go, oh, looks like I missed another chimney sweep. Oh, Cam, you mind getting up there? See if you can uh, pop them out of there. Like, it's real <laughs> tight. It's real tight in there, I swear. I went up there one time. It was only nine inches, and that was nine months ago. I've grown a little bit since then. You go, oh, get up there. Your friend Charlie's up there. 
Mm-hmm. And then, and then Charlie's somebody, not going to last much longer. We're going to stop the fire. And then your yeah. boss All comes right, up. I'll and then up your there. boss comes up to you and says, uh, "Sir, uh, why why do you have such an accent? Uh, this is this is the United States. This is New York City. I don't know why you're why you're speaking like that." Ooh, uh, they were often put up hot chimneys as well, and sometimes chimneys that were all right uh, in order to extinguish the fire. Um, wow, that was that would be scary. Um, so don't forget that part about being a chimney sweep. Um, going up when there's active fires inside of it to put it out, just because you're small enough and they haven't come up with long brushes yet. No, I th- well, you yeah, think Cam. that would be the first solution? Is like, why don't we get a bigger broom? It's like, well, we have this little boy. It's like, well, I get have, I get that. We have this little person. Why don't we... He can just be the broom. You're like, but uh, we've lost a few of those. You're like, yeah, but, you know, the length of a broomstick is only six feet. You're like, can't we make it longer? You're like, it's only six feet. It's I. That's as he, long as it is. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, this is your uh, Chimney Boy podcast, um, officially. And Chimney Shark Boy. Down. <laughs> and Shark that was a lot of fun, Cam. That was a lot of fun. Where, uh, where did your results li- lie? Who, wa- who won your bracket? Chimney sweep is, uh, in my opinion, the e- like easiest one to get behind because you're like, you're not in shit. You're not getting sucked on by leeches. You're not getting whipped. You're not taking on a lot of piss. Wait, did it uh, also? Not- did it also? It also won your bracket. It's just an easy one, right? You're like, there's a. It's not a good job, but you're like compared to the other ones. I don't like leeches. I really don't. I don't like when they go on me, and I really wouldn't like having to collect them for a living. <laughs> a snake milker, I feel like the chance of dying off that, pretty damn high. Um, you just keep going down the list, Wait, and they so, feel like they keep getting worse. So it did win your bracket? That's what I was asking, because we've, oh, never, yeah, had, we've yeah, never had that before. Okay, so this is a new, this is a whole new first thing. Yeah, I, I kind of expect that. I couldn't think of a worse job. <laughs> well, yeah, and you also, I mean, it would be totally different, yeah, a new present job also, right? Because this is 1870. I don't want to live yeah, there Yeah, I could have put, like, retail worker as one yeah, of so them. Yeah, so maybe, maybe like, the job really that, there. maybe I should have been choosing the job that would kill me faster. Because I'm pretty sure that I don't want to be alive before, like, 1972. Uh, so, pretty yeah, pretty much any job before uh, the mid-80s, um, I would just, I would just not, I, you know, I'd just rather die. Whew. Cam, you're uh, you're yawning. You're yawning a lot for I didn't sleep well last night. for noon. <laughs> yeah, I didn't sleep well last night. I was uh, yeah, I was up late uh, doing some snake milking, and that's what the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> like, oh, I was milking the snake. Oh, uh, milking the snake. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think we're we're coming up to the top of the hour here. Kim Mitchell is uh, looking in the glass, uh, pacing a little bit. Um, he sort of he sort of started uh, started like um, running uh, in the floor, kind of. It's kind of like causing a little like indent because he just keeps pacing back and forth and back and forth and back and forth, really muddying up the carpets. You know they actually have those in. On the coast, you'll see in some of the lighthouses the houses that overlook the sea, the widow's walk, where it's just like broken in wood from just a widow walking and waiting for their husband to come home. They never do. They never do. Yeah, well, if you were, I'm sure if you were to look at Sometimes any 
piece of, you know, especially like if it's like a wood floor or something, and then if you were to run the test of just walking back and forth in one straight line, how long would it take before that one straight line is like, you know, of a lesser quality than that of beside it? Like it's, uh, that makes sense. Have you ever seen an old staircase? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't look at new old staircases. No, no, you only look at new stuff. old staircase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have like a little black mirror implant where you're not even able to register anything. Uh, you know, not less built than last year. Exactly. Even just built in the last year. Wow, it must be insanely difficult just for you to navigate around your home. Cam, I can't oh, keep God, covering over your yawns. You gotta stop yawning. I'm sorry that I know. I know. this I'm, podcast I'm, I'm isn't exciting enough here. for you. Um, you know, but I can't take these visual cues because as soon as I see you start yawning, then I think to myself, I need to cover this time now. Uh, and then my pontific, and then my pontification begins, and we all know that the listeners hate that. I don't know what pontification means. It, uh, just kind of ra- rambling. That'd be another one. Just uh, thinking out loud. Uh, just kind of going on and on and on uh, without ever getting to a point. And I see it happening again. And now I need Ugh. to, while explaining the word pontification, I need to pontificate. Get on with that, it. That is irony if I've ever seen anything else. So right. I think that means that we have to fucking wrap up the show because Cam is about to fall asleep. But before we get to the end of the show, let's play our uh, let's play our final game. Let's play a little headliner ass nine. Hey. Hey, headline or asinine? It's an easy game to play. Uh, there's headlines back and forth, usually three of them, and uh, Cam and I try to figure out which one is true and which one is false. Cam, I'm going to kick off this week's uh, with a headline here for you. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Wellness brand launches new scented candle called This Smells Like My Vagina. Sorry, which which store released it? <laughs> Listeners at home, you know that Cam loves listening to stuff. I'm not uh, great. Because not only did I not say the name of a company, <laughs> I also I opened the entire line by saying I also I like to give a nice few seconds before when I stop and when I start the headline, so you can kind of register in your brain like okay, time to listen now. Time kind of like you're waiting for kind of like you're waiting for the little gun to go off at the Olympics game. Are you ready for it? Here we go. Wellness brand launches new scented candle called This Smells Like My Vagina. The company's called Wellness Brand, dummy. You're not a good reader. Uh, that's. I think that's what it is. You know, uh, they tr- Wellness Brand trademarked the term Wellness Brand. So not a single Wellness Brand can call themselves Wellness Brands because that's held by Wellness Brand. I bet it's a feminist company um, who's just like we believe in the power of muff, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So for that reason, I think they're just trying to get some some noise going uh, about their uh, I don't know uh, Hillary Clinton 2016. It's a headline. 
Cam, it's a headline. See, this is where we would need you to pontificate. You're right. You know, I mean, this was so decisively a headline in your mind. I would love to hear um, other products. Hell, what do you think a vagina smells like? Do you think it would be something you would want on a candle? But Cam, believe it or not, you are. Uh, this is actually a headline. It comes from the quote unquote wellness brand, because of course they can't call themselves that. Uh, Goop, which is owned by actress Gwyneth Paltrow, uh, um, which is a candle what? that you, which is a candle that you can currently buy online, uh, which is uh, described as sexy, surprising, and addictive. However, keep your eyes peeled, Cam, because next month the company is launching a brand new scented candle titled "This Smells Like My Orgasm." And uh, see that sm- <laughs> that seems like it smells a lot more pleasurable than this smells like my crusty old vag. Well, I guess, it, I mean, I guess the, the, the question that I have, Cam, listeners at home, please, we would love a copy of the, or we would love one of these candles. Um, does it smell like a vagina or does it smell like something nice? Because I think I would almost like it better if it did, in fact, smell like a vagina. Lean into yourself, product, you yeah. know? I mean, Double don't, down. don't say don't say you smell like a vagina and then smell nothing like a vagina. Um, listeners at home, if you, are, if you are looking for a little extra something, I think he, um, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow was on Kimmel or Jimmy Fallon, one of the Jimmys, um, talking about this, uh, talking about her candles and the whole wellness brand. And she was doing one of those Zoom meetings from at home. And at one point, her son comes in the frame and then her son, you know, and then Jimmy Kimmel's like, hey, Gwyneth Paltrow's son, and the sun's like, hey, Jimmy Kimmel, or Fallon, one of the Jimmys, and then sits down on the couch beside his mom describing her product called This Smells Like My Orgasm. And the kid is like 15. The kid is old enough to know exactly what's going on. And That's uh, I'm just so glad. I'm so glad that I was, I've never been put in a uh, odd situation like that. But um, there you have it, folks. This smells like my vagina. I would love one. Cam would love one. Uh, everyone should go out and buy it. Love it. Cam, this headline coming to you. Walmart puts guns and ammunition. Pull, sorry, Walmart pulls guns and ammunition from displays, citing potential civil unrest. It's that time of yeah. year, folks. I didn't know that Walmart still sold guns. I thought, for whatever reason, or at least the ammo, I thought in like a post-bowling for Columbine world, or maybe that was just Kmart who pulled it. Um, I thought all the marts um, got rid of guns. Isn't it crazy that you can walk into a Walmart and buy a gun? Um, yeah. What I find what I find more crazy is that there are like gun stores is not something that exists here in Canada. It does, but on you know probably like that much 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 lesser level. Like imagine just you 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 drive to a smart center to buy your groceries and there's just a fucking gun store in the smart center like that just feels so weird to me that you could go anywhere like and what get else guns. do they sell in a gun store you think um, guns and related accessories gun accessories i'd say there's you know probably like targets uh holsters um uh little things or like uh, these sort of like prosthetics that you can put over top of your penis to make your little penis look a lot bigger um, that's actually one of the gun stores and Walmart's hugest selling items is these kind of fake large penis, uh, uh, prosthetics. 
Um, it makes sense though, you know, I think, uh, I've also kind of read reports about, yeah, just kind of people worried about what the state of November 4th, uh, very important birthday in the two season pod here universe. Um, a very important couple days, not only for America, not only for the world, but for two season a pod, November 4th and November 5th, uh, the day of the election and the day after the election. Well, your birthday's um, on the 5th, right? I don't know, Cam, you tell me, cause that's a headline. <laughs> Yours is on the fifth, and then Shan's on the fourth, and the elections on the third. I don't know. She's 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 your partner, and it's your partner and your best friend. So you should. Be well, I, know able to, uh... I know that. I know that. I know that one. It's the other ones like, I get okay, mixed up on. I know on. what the days are. I know what. Yeah, Wednesday is hers. Yours, I think, one is Thursday. The, one of them's the fourth. One of them's the hers, fifth. Yes. Yours is the fifth. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, I got to change some shipping things over that. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, uh, that is a headline. As you predicted, there is an election coming in next week. They're they're pretty much expecting things to not go well. And as a precaution, basically saying, maybe we shouldn't, after seeing a bunch of people loot a bunch of places, go, hey, maybe it's a good idea that we don't have live ammunition and guns just in a display place. Yeah, just case. ready to go. Yeah. I don't know if there's, uh, you know, like a, how, this kind of safety of like how a gun is kept. I know that we have some live guns on this, not live, like they're not fucking loaded or anything, but they are functioning firearms that we have on display, like at work in part of the museum elements of it. But they're sort of like there's like a chain wrapped around the trigger or something. So even if you were able to load it, you wouldn't be able to fire it. Um, yeah. which I'm, which I'm 1000% sure is not the case in display cases in, in Walmart. <laughs> All right. Let's ready, rock Cam? and roll, buddy. Yeah. Ready. I got another headline here for you. Headline or ass nine, Ohio and Ohio. New study reveals that newborns have lower IQs than adults. <laughs> oh, and it feels like we're running out of things to research, don't you think? Uh, I've heard some interesting <laughs> studies, but yeah, this one, this one takes the cake. I okay. Here's what I'm gonna call bullshit on it because I think you can't. IQ is measured by a test, <laughs> and if I were to give a test to a newborn, be like, "What month does Scorpio represent?" and they're like. Yeah, you're like gonna take that for a C, and that's no. (laughs) (laughs) For that reason, I don't think you can test a child's IQ because IQ is, I think it's just a standardized way of testing someone. Um, And newborns can't take tests, so I think if that was their conclusion, um, I don't. (sighs) Fuck, I don't know, man. That's a. I really hope that there was no government funding if this is a real thing. I'm going to call asinine. Cam, clearly you've never seen baby geniuses. But you're right. That was asinine. Um, you've also never seen, I guess, Baby's Day Out, which was another good one. Uh, Look Who's Talking. You've never seen any of these movies where the babies, <laughs> where, where babies can talk, have you? Rugrats. You've been too much, spending too much time watching Shark, Shark Tale. Rugrats. I mean, arguably in Rugrats, you know, the the kids are much smarter than the parents are. Uh, South Park. One could argue. South Park. But yeah, you're right. Oh. It was ass night. All right. Uh, Canada Dry to pay out $200,000 because 
Oh my god, I can't even fucking read my own goddamn writing. Can't even read your own chicken scratch Canada Dry to pay out $200 because drink contains no ginger. Canada Dry to pay out $200,000 because it, it contains no ginger. Okay. Um, Canada god, Dry for point. our American listeners is a ginger ale. I think they have Canada Dry down there. It's not, that's not exclusive to us. We do. I don't know. I don't think so, man. I think so. I, I think so. Um, well, that's a good question. I mean, I I would never. I mean, I guess I just kind of assumed that maybe there was, yeah, back, you know, traces, you know, or at least when ginger ale was first invented, there was actually maybe a little bit of ginger root sproused up in there. However. I wonder who the payout is to. If it's one of those things where, like, they misled the shareholders so they need to pay everybody back, or if there was one, like, one uh, person, one customer in uh, in particular who was, you know, like, there's no ginger in this, goddammit! And, like, they're pissed forever. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm not surprised that there is no ginger in ginger ale. Uh... Just like there's no pepper in Dr. Pepper. Or there could be. And if there wasn't, I wouldn't freak out about it. I would be like, yeah, okay. I'm still, I'm still, it's still great. You know, there's no Coke in Coca Cola. There's no ginger in ginger ale. There's no pepper in Dr. Pepper. Uh, this, uh, this tracks. I'm going to say that's a headline. This is a headline. And if you notice at the top of every can of dry can, it says made from real ginger. Now, oh, if you look shit. at the ingredients <laughs> on the back, carbonated water, sugar, citric acid, sodium, benzoate, color, natural flavors. That's it. No ginger. Oh, it's not even now, on the list. There's Not even on the list. Now, this man in BC, this is where it gets me because I think this man's a moron. This man named... Let's yeah, we're gonna we're gonna blow this guy up. Victor Cardoso claimed he bought Canada Dry on the basis that it was made from real ginger, but the marketing was false and it contained none. The decision says Corrado later concealed the soda can. It, so it did have small, a little bits of it, but basically not enough to say it's made with real ginger. Now his quote is what gets me. He said, "Canada Dry advertises product as being made from real ginger in an attempt to effort." Sorry, in an effort to capitalize on the health benefits associated with the consumption of ginger, he bought it for his family, thinking it was natural. What the fuck is wrong with you, sir? Do you not realize how much goddamn sugar is in a Canada Dry, and you think that that's your best way to get ginger is through a goddamn pop? You, sir, are a moron. Now, this two hundred thousand dollars settlement, which he started, he got fifteen hundred dollars from. The rest of it, I don't know exactly where it's going. It's two hundred thousand dollars split with legal cost. And eighteen thousand dollars in other legal expenses. The two plaintiffs got fifteen hundred dollars each. You, sir, need better things to do in your life than think that Canada Dry is the best way to get your health benefits. And I, I, I think I, yeah, I think I'm most surprised. That sounds like such an American thing. You're drinking it's ginger ale to get from BC. ginger, which is, they're kind of like America. Um, Cam, you know, I think I've told the story on the show before. The uh, the the two obese women who had their salads with a heap of dressing, shredded cheese, and a Diet Coke, you know, that day they said to themselves, hey, I had a salad for lunch. However, right. it was covered with a pound and a half of cheese, two and a half pounds of sauce, and they gulped it down with a Diet Coke, you know? But hey, they got their vegetables that day. You know, it doesn't matter how fat of a fuck you are. If you drank a little bit of ginger ale, boom, ginger root improves digestion, helps your poops come out all poopy-like, um, you know. 
you got to see the benefits, Cam. There are benefits, but maybe you should go right to the source instead of going to a pump. Moving okay, along. Cam, you ready, for, you ready for this last headline here for you? Yeah. New Zealand votes to legalize euthanasia, but not cannabis. New Zealand votes to legalize euthanasia, but not cannabis. Well, this is one of those headlines that you look at and you go, where, where, do, we, where do we draw our lines of society? Now, at the same time, some places just hate any form of drugs and they think it's going to be a slippery slope. They might think that maybe one day this will lead to someone trying cocaine and cocaine leads to trafficking and trafficking leads to death, right? And we don't want death, Volunt- not voluntarily, but like actually, you know, killing people. <laughs> now, <laughs> euthanasia, that's, you know, it's whatever. We don't, not a huge deal. I, yeah, I, I think people are very stuck up on whether or not drugs should be allowed in the world. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that um, the, the, they, they argued over this for a while. Drugs haven't really come up. They, no one's really trying to push it because there's a bunch of social forces saying don't do that. And they passed euthanasia. Headline. Cam, this is a headline. You're right. This is brand new news. This is news that just broke on the North American scene a mere hours ago because they're probably like 12 hours behind or something. That is right. Um, New Zealanders voted in favor of what they're calling uh, doctor-assisted dying versus doctor-assisted suicide, which is a term that we uh, has been used before. Uh, Doctor-assisted dying for terminally ill uh, people but voted against the recreational use of marijuana. Uh, the, the quick numbers as the results, the results are showing that 65% of the voters voted in favor of doctor-assisted dying versus, um, and then on the other side, 53% of voters voted against legalizing cannabis. So the numbers were a little bit closer for the marijuana um, than it was for New Zealand. Uh, but that's still um, that's still crazy, eh? What'd you say? It's a little crazy. Yeah, I, I'm not going to go ahead and say it's not. <laughs> You're not going to say it, Cam. New Zealand... Um, I'm not uh, going to be that guy. New, New Zealand, a country with a population of just under 5 million. Uh, so like a voting population of probably, you know, 2.5 million or so. Uh, yeah, 65%, 53%. Uh, I guess we'll see the next time they bring it up. I didn't know you were allowed to vote on that. I don't remember being asked to vote on legalizing marijuana. Well, they do. Uh, they do tr- no, they do it on tr- the uh, the ballots. Like when you vote, Justin when you go Trudeau to vote for just, shit, they do a lot of that kind of stuff. Oh, I thought no. Trudeau just came out and he was like, "Yo, elect he just, me he and just it's did legal." It, yeah, yeah. I don't remember ever voting on that. Uh, you know, cause or I, you know, I wonder. Or I'd, I've never voted on doctor assisted dying. No, I don't think I have. Never been right. asked. Headliner asinine. No sex, no marriage, rules BC judge in rare annulment because husband couldn't maintain an erection. Now, yes, I mean, of course, you you need to consummate a relationship before it is uh, considered official. That is something in a document somewhere uh, that I've definitely read before. I think it happened on Arrested Development to Job's character uh, where he was able to avoid paying alimony because he never actually... Uh, um, like you know kind of what what's the word what's the word i just said 
Fuck. He never banked. That was the word. You know, that's essentially what it is. And I think, yeah, you have to consummate your relationship. That has to be a thing. That is a thing that they say. Um, whether or not it was because he wasn't able to get an erection, that's, you know, a little more embarrassing. But, hey, you, you avoided paying fucking years of... Of alimony, you know, or losing so many funds, the divorce attorneys, uh, losing half of your shit. Uh, it's very, very uh, important, I think. Um, it's a little embarrassing. Uh, that being said, I don't think that rule, like, still exists anymore. That sort of seems more like a, uh, like a Braveheart, Prima Nocta time type thing. Uh, so I'm going to say that's asinine. This, my friend, is a headline. So this is uh, actually not that from long ago. So basically, the BC port, BC court uh, granted this lower mainland woman uh, because just she made a bunch of claims and had like the documents to prove it that she was unhappy with the couple or the relationship because they have an inability to have sex. Um, it's 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 an odd one, but it does happen because they can't perform their so-called marital duties. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. Uh, next next time you miss someone but can't get your dick carb, go to Viagra instead of uh, the courts. Well, I was gonna say you have a minute to get that divorce, right? If you can't get it up on your wedding night, it's like oh shit. Okay, I, I now you have like another. I now have another few hours to think about this. You got it. It's very All important. right. It's very important, Cam. See, you're looking at it from the point of view of. You know, I'm looking at the point of view from the the husband of this situation, right? L you lose your house. Get a boner, lose your house. Um, you know, get hard, lose your house. Take a Viagra, lose your car. Get hard, wow. lose your boat. Like, you know, I mean, uh, I never thought an erection would have so much to do with, um, with uh, like, divorce law. But uh, apparently it does. It does, and that concludes our game today, and uh, I think that means we can wrap it up because I got a dog here that needs to go pee. You have shit to do, Cam. Folks, thanks again for listening to the podcast. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The podcast is everywhere. You can reach out to us. It's twoseasonapod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Let us know how shark. Uh, let us know how much you love Shark Tale. Let us know how much you love ants. Um, or let us know how much you love Woody Allen. Let us know any of these things. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Cam, you have anything you uh, to tell the kids at home? Uh, I just want to let all the kids know at home, beware this Halloween. Uh, there are dangers out there, and hares are the only bo animal born with fur. Sorry, hares are born with fur and can see, while rabbits are born naked and blind. Never forget that, folks. Take care, kids. Continuing tonight on Two Seasons a Pod. 96.7 on your. Two season a pot, 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 two season a pot,